0: This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. I love the honesty in today's Gospel. In Mark chapter 10, we see James and John, sons of Zebedee, before... They become the future St. John and St. James. In today's gospel, it's more like they're John Boy and Jimmy. They're not even fully developed as disciples yet. Maybe they seem familiar to us. Maybe their question to Jesus sounds like something we might ask on occasion. They say, Jesus, we've got a question for you. Will you give us something? And Jesus says, well, what is it? And they say, grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. Well, I suppose we should give them points for honesty. But Jesus tries to help them begin to see that they really don't know what they're asking for. Because the kingdom of God is a kingdom of reversals. Jesus will be elevated eventually, but by first making himself low. Greatness comes not through position or power, but through service, by putting others first and self second or third or fourth. We are called with others to to work to alleviate suffering. We need to say something loudly and clearly that, that all suffering is not always for redemptive purposes. Sometimes Christianity can be twisted to suggest that suffering is somehow, some way within itself helpful, but it isn't. Suffering itself is never to be glorified. There's no redemption in pointless suffering. We blaspheme if we in any way suggest that suffering is somehow a part of God's will. Rather, it is the will of God always and everywhere to redeem, to bring to life, to restore. And we're most faithful whenever and wherever we do all that we can to lift one another out of suffering. A book I'm reading has reminded me of how the poet Walt Whitman served and suffered, and in so doing, found his own greatness eventually. Greatness for Whitman didn't come by being a a cultural superstar or icon, either in New York or in Philadelphia, both places where he lived, but rather his greatness came later. It emerged out of the depth of his writing that had to do with his own compassionate service among the suffering You see, when the Civil War broke out in 1861, Whitman was still living with his mother in the Clinton Hills section of Brooklyn, New York. He was picking up odd jobs here and there. He was doing some writing, but he was mostly carousing around town, looking for himself as much as anything or anyone else. Well, his brother George enlisted in the Union Army, And the next year it was feared by the family that George had been killed in battle. Walt Whitman was sent from home to go and search for his brother's body. Well, he went to Washington, D.C. and other areas where battles were being fought and he found his brother alive and and well enough. But even more, Whitman began to find himself. He found a vocation, a purpose, a a life-giving force. Whitman began volunteering as a nurse of sorts, visiting soldiers, writing letters for them to their families, uh, getting them small things that they might need, listening to their stories, accompanying many of them in death. In so doing, Whitman felt more alive Even as he exhausted himself, he became a witness to the the senseless sufferings of the war, but also to a kind of higher nobility of those who served on behalf of others. The Civil War ended up saving the Union, but even more, it offered salvation to Walt Whitman. He later died at the age of 72, exhausted through a combination of tuberculosis, malnutrition, and selfless living. But his suffering was very much on behalf of others and opened beauty to generations. Jesus invites us to feel and be affected by others. Suffering on behalf of others, alongside others, can bring qualities of new life and redemption. In today's first reading from Isaiah, we hear of a suffering servant. These same words the Church hears again on Good Friday, and we we often automatically see Jesus as the one who quoting was born or, or has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases by whose bruises we are healed. But this interpretation of Isaiah to refer to Jesus is a Christian interpretation. Long before, faithful Jews understood the suffering servant not as one person, but as the whole community of Israel. Israel, the people, the the chosen people of God, set aside as a remnant to suffer alongside and on behalf so that others might be redeemed. If this idea of redemptive suffering as being communal rather than individual may sound odd to us, um, it could be that over the last year and a half or so, the pandemic has reawakened our sense of being in things together. We know that whether we we unite with others um, across a telephone or an internet cable or through Zoom meetings or in person or even at a distance but near each other, there is new, new power, new wealth, new, new redemption, new possibility for healing and help. And so we are human. Whenever we might be tempted to, to begin to get into that mindset like the Apostles James and, John's, and John, when we begin to kind of wonder, well, what's in it for us? What's it going to pay off for us? May the Holy Spirit remind us of Jesus's invitation to to share in his cup of service, even unto suffering, to share, to get involved, to sacrifice, to serve one another, and in so doing, be transformed more deeply into the body of Christ. Each day at morning prayer from Holy Trinity, whether we gather in person or on Zoom, we conclude our time of prayer with a prayer for mission from the Book of Common Prayer. One of those prayers asks this, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we reaching forth our hands in love may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. On Sunday, October 17th, the choir sang Agnus Dei from the Mass setting by the 16th century composer Thomas Morley.